0: Real News. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. Welcome back everyone to Real News Uncensored. We are uncensored again for another week, but we'll be back within I think like four or five weeks now. Getting closer to the real show. So subscribe to the channel right now to stay up to date on that. And follow us on all social media platforms that we're still on. Haven't been banned yet. It'll come one day, so use those links below uh, to keep up with us and to know when all the cool stuff's coming out. So, we're going to start off with the main story that nobody expected to be a story, but it became one and took over all the headlines. So, Trump sent out a tweet where he attacked AOC and the squad. squad is like these four um, progressive-y sort of people that are kind of with her on a lot of stuff they kind of form like their own little clique let's say in Congress and he said a bunch of stuff in a long tweet Um, I'll just find a juicy part that people start losing their minds over because he said and I quote because it's important to read the full thing here because main news outlets weren't he said why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came from then come back and show us how it is done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. Now, all he said was for them to go back and then come back. He didn't say for them to leave and never come back ever again. He never said they should be forced out. He never said any of these things people are t- you know saying that he's saying. He The key part there is the come back part. Then they can come back back and show us how to fix these places. Um, what he was simply just doing there was very, very simple strategy and very effective. He made the Social Squad deface the leaders of the Democratic Party. He made Nancy Pelosi defend these people that had just called her racist a few days ago. He forced her to embrace them. And it's exactly what happened. Um, if you look at any of the news coverage, you'll see that. And it's all playing out for an entire week, which was unbelievable. Did you guys um, have a different reaction to this? I know some people kind of split reactions on our side, but what did you guys think of it?
1: Love it, leave it. You know, I think he should have said, you know, if you don't love this country, you know, get back, get out, like, you know, go to somewhere else. If you want to live in a socialist country, live in Venezuela. You want to go and live in some place that's, you know, quote-unquote not racist, say america's the most racist country in the world, why don't you go off to, like, I don't know, some other place you don't think is racist, some place, like, in, in Africa or something, if you think that that's such a better place because it's run by black people. Like, you know, those places are some of the, the most, like, racist places in the world, and mm-hmm. they say that America should be more like them. You know, like, look at South Africa. Look at, look at like, like, a lot of African countries. What you see over there, there is a history of, like, tribalism over there where, like, They'll have one group, whatever, like one ethnic group within this country, like commit genocide against something. This happened in Rwanda. This happened in Zimbabwe. You know, this is a common occurrence. But, you know, for them to go and complain about America and say, you know, we're a terrible country and we're full racist and this and that. And get out of here. You know, maybe not. yet. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care if you're an elected official. If you're a communist or a socialist or a communist or socialist sympathizer, I think that is un-American.
2: Oh yeah, I I agree. I I'll even go one step further. I think you're a traitor because like I believe that 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 capital like like our system is the driving American system and it's we denounce socialism in its utmost form like we formed we became a great power just to to not be a socialist country like we we had the cold war we had all these you know it's like we're, we're fighting socialism we've been fighting socialism throughout american history and it's like like if you think that socialism is so great Why don't you go to one of these countries Mm -hmm. in which socialism is prevalent and share with us, uh, your views once you go there. And like, once you go to Venezuela and see them, uh, picking food out of trash cans and shit and seeing the money, the gobs of money that's on the street because it's fucking worthless. Right. Uh, why, yeah, share with me that information and then and then tell me how great it is, like, please. um, I, I don't I thought that the I thought that the tweet was fucking genius because
0: it is genius.
2: uh, yeah, because it forced it forced them to it forced them to make the squad the party basically by doing that and then you knew and then you knew you you played into their sensitivity like you played into their social sensitivity and uh and didn't say anything didn't say it was racist that it, it wasn't really right ra- you didn't really say anything directly racist but you worded it to where you played into their uh sensitivities mm-hmm. Uh, and of course by having not only having all four of those weirdos have that press conference afterwards yep, yep. to denounce it <laughs> then then you had the all the democratic leaders right
0: yeah in the house yeah
2: jump jump all over it to denounce it yeah with them now you just got them all together right all of them are now together and you've essentially made those four weirdos the face of the Democratic Party. And oh, I think it, I think it was just
0: glorious. Exactly. Look, look.
3: Wait, real the, didn't they have,
1: after that, like, didn't they try to go and impeach Trump again? Like, they tried to push something through they the
0: They did. House? They did. It was... Um... I forget that guy's name. I think it's Al Green, like, pushed articles of impeachment. They passed the thing in the house trying to condemn what he said. I think that did go through. But it's like, it's silly. They, they spent so much time over a tweet. And the genius is like what Phil says, that he used this because he knew it, it's a, it's provocative enough that it will get their emotions up and it will get them to do exactly what he wants. It's like chess. This is literally, he's, I know the... 3d chess 4d chess meme is such a you know meme that's always used with him but there are a lot of times when it makes perfect sense and this is one of them where he is forcing because this is what you do in chess you force your opponent to make moves that you want them to make it's not necessarily about the moves you make it's the moves that you force your opponent to make and that's how you sort of play The game, that's how you control the other side and get what you want in the end. And that's exactly what he did here. And I'm surprised nobody has branded the squad, the socialist squad yet. But I bet you're going to start seeing that. And what's also interesting is how they saw race in something where it was never mentioned. It has nothing to do with that. But they quickly all jumped to that. And and you saw every uh, CNN headline. Was saying Trump's racist tweets or so and so condemns Trump's racist tweets. They were reporting it like it was fact, factually racist. That's what type of time we live in now, where it's not even an opinion anymore. Even though that's a subjective term, it's like saying it's 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 the exact same thing as if saying something is good or bad, or, um, you know whatever ism you can throw at. They're reporting. Opinion as if it's fact They're reporting analysis As if it's fact
1: And I also get like Nancy Pelosi uh, Didn't she get sanctioned For like calling Trump racist or something
0: Yeah I Don't understand but she basically broke The rules of the house When she was saying something And they tried to get her for it I, It's, it's a little weird It's one of those things that nobody's really explained
1: Like I don't think You can just call like People racist in the in the in like the House or Senate. I think mm-hmm. that's like against, and it makes sense because he calls on racist is one of those things where you can't really prove or disprove. So yeah, just it's trying like to
0: prove a negative. Positive.
1: Yeah,
2: and and every well because everything is recorded, and if you say somebody's racist and they're really not a racist, that's that's like a false accusation on congressional record. Like
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you, you can't get a you can't get a worse. Like you can't get worse proof of a false app, op- more proof of a false accusation than congressional record. But, but no, I, 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 the, uh, the one thing when we, one of the common opinions of progressive liberals, right. Is that they are emotionally unstable to the point of predictability. Mm. Like, they're emotionally unstable, and by him, by Trump dropping those tweets, and then the progressives answering it like they did, yep. vilified everybody. <laughs> right? It it, it it basically proved all of those people that branded them emotionally unstable branded them correct. You just proved all of them right. So.
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah. It, it proves every sort of, you know, like a staple that we've always had of them. Every stereotype voice has just proved it right away that they're yeah. unhinged, they're crazy. They call everything they dislike racist, and it's it's working into his hands because now he's framing the 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 sort. It really is just the frame of the twenty twenty election is going to be. A choice between pro-America and anti-America. That's what he's setting up. And regardless who the Democrat nominee is, who I think is going to be Kamala, still betting money on that, he's going to still blump her in with them. He's going to force her to defend them. He's going to make them the face. The squad, the socialist squad is going to be the face that he's going to be running against, not Kamala. It's going to be interesting to watch. um, But people have just been talking about this the entire week there's been nothing else people have been more focused on than this so it's fascinating very very fascinating
1: yeah i, I just think it'll be um it, it's not going to help them with voters because they're just going to see this as more bring racism like bring racism and racialism and yeah and that's a fine thing too because a lot of cucks they're like trump used a racially charged tweet they're Yeah. afraid to go and say he said something racist like, they want to go and use this flowery language around it. And that's that's the uh, true showing of a cuckold Republican. <laughs> they're too afraid mm-hmm. to go and say, you know, hey, you know, this is racist. But this is a racialist tr- tweet. And that, that word, I don't think that word fucking exists. No,
0: it's, it, it's like when they say yeah. communistic. That's not a word. It's just communist. They always have this mm-hmm. istic, Ick. That does that. It's already an adjective. You don't need to make it like an extra adjective.
1: I'm surprised that like the college Republicans have made a tweet. that's like, oh, we condemned Trump's they Probably did actually. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're you
0: you're close. You you you're already onto something. The people that were that used to be on the board, or that and some that were going to be in higher positions, have all condemned it and said those exact same things. They've used that same sort of language.
1: That's how you.
2: It's a good thing they're out.
0: (laughs) It's a good thing someone stopped them. You're
2: you're (laughs) welcome, America.
1: You're welcome. Yeah. Like that whole tweet, it was just very well done it kind of like revealed the true, like, pucks in the party. Mm -hmm. Because they're the ones who are like calling him basically racist. And then it's like, oh, everyone's racist now. You ever say, you know, you don't love it, leave it. That's racist, you know? If you don't like America and you don't like the people, if you don't like the people, the politicians who are right, who are like communists and stuff, that means you're like a racist. If you tell them to leave, and they're well,
2: like, the whole thing is they're t- trying to say, oh, if you don't, the the racist part was you basically told a bunch of brown people that that if you you like to leave the country, and like, no, I'm like, look, if if you're white. And you're a socialist.
3: Yeah. Feel
2: free to get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, feel free to go and go the fuck
0: out, right? Well, guess who else he said to go home? The British ambassador, who is uh-huh. white. Yeah. Good
1: ambassador. Didn't he get, like, some leaks where he was, like, criticizing Trump or something?
0: Yeah, there were some leaks, and he eventually had to resign. It was so bad. And and the other thing too is, um, on a personal note, I remember I think you saw this, Alex. When I was on a group, I posted like a poll that said chopsticks are dumb, and I thought it was it was a little provocative. It was funny, but also I was trying to prove a point, which because they are dumb. and I was curious to see what people thought if they saw what I was seeing in those useless utensils, and one guy said sounds like something the leader of the white pride movement would say and i'm like where are you getting this from they're seeing racism where there is none yeah
1: if you if you like didn't you also get yelled out for like criticizing rap as a genre and they were like oh that's racist
0: <laughs> oh that was somewhere else i think i know somebody else that we know that criticized some uh music genres and got into a bit of a trouble for it <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, like, here's, here's the thing, you know, everything now is seen through this, like, fucking racist lens.
0: Yep, yep, exactly.
1: That's that's just the fucking cancer on America. You know, we can't be just saying everything's racist, everything's this, everything's that. Like, you know, for chopsticks, for instance, like, I mean, I personally think it is a great weight loss tool because you, <laughs> think you cannot eat, you know... As fast as you would like a spoon. With a spoon, you could just gobble down shit into your mouth. But with like chopsticks, <laughs> yeah, same thing with a fork. You just gobble up fucking pieces of cake. You know, try eating cake with the chopstick.
0: <laughs> try eating you know, soup with fine. chopsticks.
1: Well, they they wouldn't do that because you know you physically can't. But like you know, try eating, eat rice. so you eat like one fucking grain of rice at a time, or something crazy like that. If you use chopsticks.
0: Well, well, yeah, but well, aren't you gonna eat the same thing but slower?
1: Yeah, that's a, the that's a perfect, that's the benefit. It's so You idiotic. won't give yourself, you yourself as much. Why do you think there's not as many, like, outside of sumo wrestlers, why do you think there's not that many, like, fat Asians in, like, Asia?
0: Wasn't that because they have different diets?
1: Or they have different diets because they had to eat everything with fucking chopsticks. <laughs>
0: okay okay uh it's a
1: weight loss tool that has is an is a asian weight loss mechanic mechanism <laughs> that has been recently like you can make you could probably make a bunch of money by by uh, selling them by marketing them you know hint hint that uh this is a weight loss this is a weight loss tool that is very effective and it will you know you don't need to go and really change your diet. You just change how much you eat because you can't eat too much. But it's like in Maryland, we used to have, like, I, I used to live in Maryland. They had, like, crab feasts all the mm-hmm. time, but not, like, crab cakes. It's crab in there. You would get, like, crabs, and you'd have to, like, crack them open. You know, and that takes a while. You're not going to eat as much crabs as you would, like, a crab cake, just mm-hmm. because of how difficult that is. Just cracking them open with the boys.
0: Well, (laughs) the other thing, too, is, um, like, for me, I need to gain weight. So there's no point in me using chopsticks.
1: Yeah, but like, what about for you know? It's a smart thing. It, it is
0: not they're the useless inventions. Stuff. We have we have evolved. We have created. We have innovated. We have created forks. We have created knives. We have created spoons. You just pick them up and you use them. It's pick pick up, pick them up and play. Yeah, that's you know? why America has an obesity problem. Well, okay, it's, it's, a, it's a bit more than that, but like, why do we in have
1: chopsticks? You will not be eating as much shit. I'll tell you what, <laughs> you know, yeah, because like, you won't be
0: eating anything because you can't even like hold them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's skill. It's like you know doing drifting in like you know motorsports. <laughs> No, it's not necessarily that it's, you, you know, a great way to do it, but it looks cool, and it really pisses off people who are too low IQ to use the shops. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: okay. I see what it is now. But like, see, actually, I think that's why some people do it, to be honest with you, is to feel superior. I think there's a superiority complex in it, but, like, what is the advantage to it? Other than your, your, your sort of weight loss idea, like, you can't, they're not as user-friendly. They're not simple, they're the hard problem. to use, you have to learn how to use them, you shouldn't have it to learn is, how to use you know, it.
1: It is like driving a manual transmission car.
0: Yes, but know? this is eating, this is survival.
1: We don't live in a survival world, we live in a world where, you know, even poor people can like be fat, you know, and this is a way to prevent that. You know, Try eating potato chips with a fucking uh, chopstick it's gonna take a lot you know you're gonna be eating that serving size because like your fingers are gonna get like uh what's that thing where you keep typing on the clackety clackety you know you get carpal tunnel you keep trying <laughs> to just like dobs of shit
0: <laughs> i i don't know maybe maybe that's good there because then you won't get all like the salt and stuff on your like fingers but it's like it, i can't i've i've been taught or tr- people try to teach me multiple times how to hold them it is impossible i don't know how you're supposed impossible. to hold them
1: people they, they have guides on how to do
0: this See, you you don't get like your fork and then you have like this like instruction manual next to it saying oh this is how you use a fork no you just pick it up and you use it it's simple it's smart it's efficient it's a it's big brain mechanism <laughs> oh yeah I bet people that watch Rick and Morty they all use chopsticks I, I'm telling uh, do you, you do you use chopsticks
2: Uh, when I go eat sushi yeah there
0: you go and he watches Rick and Morty and, and Alex, you've watched it too. You so use yes, chopsticks.
1: I yes, I have, and I've used chopsticks. Not and who heart.
0: has not watched this? Sh- okay, watch five seconds of it. But who okay, does not who, watch who, who this, who who this show? And who uses smarter utensils?
1: <laughs> you need to increase your IQ. And to do that, like, see, probably, it increases hand-eye coordination. It's a training tool.
0: Okay, I, okay.
1: You know, they eat soup. with. They have, like, spoon-like devices to eat soup. You know, it's just with this, it, it's easier too because it's cheaper. For a fork, kit to make it out of metal, it's a uh, it's a risk. Like let's you know, it's not like to get chopsticks. <laughs>
0: chopsticks.
1: Or I mean, spoons, spoons, or forks. Forks are a risk. You know, if you live in like some crumpled country like England, so that, I'm surprised England hasn't like deep dove into using chopsticks because it's a lot hard to go and like stab someone to death with a chopstick. Not that it's
0: impossible. Ooh, well, if you just sharpen the edge of it, like, get some sand... I'm surprised they didn't ban though, sand- Okay, they'll, 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 that will happen, but then they'll, you know, people will take sandpaper to the end, and you'll have a real pointy thing. You can take someone out easily with that. So then we'll have to ban sandpaper.
1: I'm surprised I had banned angle grinders in there, because, so like, my dad was over here the other week, and we were sharpening the blades of the lawnmower, and I was just like, dude, you can sharpen that shit in, like, five seconds. Like, I'm surprised in England they're just not buying, like... You know, like, 80% knives and then just, like, sharpening them with the fucking angle grinder and then making, like, machetes out of them.
0: You're going to nail license for that too, mate.
1: Thank like, you. Like, good lord. Like, I, I remember I saw a meme and there was, like, a fucking Play-Doh scissors. You had to be 18 years older to buy the Play-Doh scissors.
0: Because 18? Was, like, the- you don't even know yeah. what you- At that age, you've thrown out your Play-Doh.
1: Uh, it's like a catch-20 till.
0: It's a cocky catch twenty-two.
1: England's fucked.
0: Oh god, yeah, that's when you know yeah, you're. On yeah, a by the time call.
2: by the time you're twelve, you're already playing with other shit. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, you're playing with uh, big boy toys. If you know what I mean.
2: That uh, wasn't funny, dude. No, I'm just <laughs> playing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was kind of funny, sort of. I was. Just, I was just gonna maybe.
0: let it uh, simmer off a bit because we can edit this out. So I thought, mm-hmm. let's just. Uh... We'll act like that didn't happen <laughs> anyway. Um, so another bit of news that's still happening actually right now is San Diego Comic Con is happening right now. Uh, a lot of you know trailers have been dropping. Cory Booker's going around taking selfies, which is it's less interesting than it sounds. Um, but the major trailers that have dropped are. The Witcher TV series, which is based off the books, and I guess kind of the video game. And it's going to be a Netflix series. It's going to be sort of the uh, hair to Game of Thrones. There's the Star Trek Picard show that just dropped a few hours ago that's going to continue that saga, that uh, universe, rather than making prequels or reboots or anything. It's actually going to be new stuff. The Top Gun Maverick trailer, which showed Tom Cruise flying a plane um, and riding a motorcycle, so pretty much every Tom Cruise film, <laughs> but it still looks, actually still looks better than I expected it to be. There was the Westworld Season 3 trailer, which looked pretty interesting. It had Aaron Paul, which was really cool. It had some Pink Floyd in one of the trailers. And the Watchmen trailer, which was really interesting. Um, I think that's going to be a, a big hit that show and the primal trailer by Genndy Todakovsky who did our favorite not anime Samurai Jack um but other other than that I I I was a pretty you know big load of trailers it was a pretty big load
2: yeah season season four premiere Rick and Morty
0: Yes, I heard about that, yeah. too. Did it actually yeah. premiere?
1: Yeah, sharpen your chopsticks, man. Watch that. <laughs> yeah, get
0: your cho- sharpen your chopsticks.
1: That's right. I, I didn't pay much attention to Comic-Con. I don't know. They, they can do their fun stuff, but, like, I don't know, dude. It's just something, like, I've been to an anime convention before. I've seen the sort Me of, too. like, people that go over. No, they're <laughs> bad people, but, like, the smell.
0: Oh, that, it was, dude. Like, it smelled like Chinese thing. kitty litter.
1: Dude, it smelled like someone didn't bathe for, like, a week. And, like, you know, and, they, and there was, like, a, and these were girls that were smelling like that, too. It wasn't, like, just some, like, sweaty guy, like, jacking off in some, like, <laughs> outfit No, this was, like, you know, real, like, like females that were smelling like they didn't wash themselves in a fucking week. And it was just, like, I was on a bus, like, a, a while ago, and I remember seeing this, like, uh, homeless guy on there. And I was, like, you know, this smells a lot like the anime convention. <laughs> I remember
0: we did that. That was during the inauguration. Remember that?
1: Yeah, that was funny. I mean, I think we have a video somewhere about. that's gonna probably. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's uh, that that's something that if you know us on a personal level, you can ask us about, or (laughs) if you're in the area, you can ask us about. We can give you an exclusive screening, but (laughs) that's something that's a. um, It was it was an experience. It was um, I wouldn't call it enlightening. I'd call it more. Frightening.
1: There's a red pilling moment. It's like, yeah, this is why people don't like anime. <laughs> because
0: the people involved
1: like were like smelling like like dirty asshole and there's like furries. And then you had people bitch about Trump in like some like yeah. Q&A yeah. And they had like some just autistic conversations there. They're like, Oh yeah. Well, I had, uh, you know, what was your, like, favorite, like, wet dream or something? It was just, like, some awkward shit. And then there are some black girls yelling, like, do you eat ass? (laughs) I just remember that part. That was funny.
0: I do remember that. Um, Like, the
1: fat Pokemon people that were, like, belly dancing.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The belly dancers, (laughs) yeah. They had music going to and everything. It was... What else was there? There was oh the the best part, the part I remember the most was the food. You know, remember when we had the yeah. burgers with the, the 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 giant like platter of fries that they put like on this giant like piece of paper?
1: I remember that. That was fun. That was that was well worth that part. But like, remember
0: when you were talking to the waitress about it? She <laughs> was like describing the convention. She's like, "Oh, were you guys here for that?" And we were like, "Kind of." <laughs>
1: You don't have to say him
0: <laughs> Oh, God, that was funny. Yeah, and I remember just my initial reaction when walking out of that thing was like this is why people like Hitler rise to power. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah this is like and that wasn't even that bad of it like conventional things. I've been like they have other ones where it's just like furries and shit and that just gets god awfully disgusting where it's like Even worse, I mean, there were some furries there, but it was mostly, like, you know, just regular weeps looking at animals. Well, we
0: saw one unmasked. We saw behind the mask of the furry, remember? And they had, like, a bodyguard.
1: Yeah, it was, like, it was a girl furry, and she was, like, dating some, like, black guy who I don't think really (laughs) was there. He was just, like, whatever.
0: He was some, like, Uh, big, like, football player, too. Like, he was, like, a beefy guy. He looked so, like, you know totally, like, different from everybody else at that place.
1: He was out of his comfort zone.
0: <laughs> oh, he was has... out of a lot of comfort zones. Ugh. Oh. Think... That... Yeah, that, that
1: was fun event, and I remember, like, the stupid movie about, like, the train. And I was just, like, this is the most boring shit, but then they had, like, right before that, there was, like, some movie about some guy who was, like...
0: Oh, yeah, the, the lawyer?
1: Yeah, it was, like, the lawyer, like, and some guy was, like, getting in trouble for, like, looking <laughs> at
3: or something. Yeah.
0: Oh, I see, like, I actually liked the train one. It was kind of, like, atmospheric and, like, you know, moody and, like, relaxing. It was,
1: shit. it was like, oh, yeah, let's go describe this train. And I just remember they had they had that part where there was a paper airplane over there. <laughs> I was like, I'm surprised someone hasn't made, like, a nine eleven meme out of this.
0: Well, somebody did. <laughs>
2: I, I look at all this weird stuff, and I, wonder, and I keep asking myself, um, are we like how fucked are we when trump leaves because there's nobody because like okay so whenever he leaves whether like you know whether it's 2020 2024 whatever like what happens because there's
3: uh,
2: yeah it's like what happens because there's nobody like the the republicans have nobody like Trump. Like That's Trump is far and away. He is far and away their best asset. Like, yeah, they, yeah. Th- and like, where do they go? Where do they go after that? Cause it's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, the thing is, he is a very unique person in general. He's one of the most persuasive people to ever live, one of the most successful people to ever live, one of the most talented people to ever live. He's a one of a kind and you're not going to find anything like him for a long time. But what you can do is find a successor, somebody that can continue this legacy, this populist nationalist legacy, somebody that's got the same beliefs. It's not going to be as you know, special as him, but can continue this, and that's what you need, I have a funny feeling that his son, Don Jr., is gonna be that at some point in his life, I think he's definitely interested in this stuff, and he's got the skills to do it, he's got the talent, he's got the charisma, he's got the name recognition, he's got a lot going for him, it might, he might need to do a little something else, he might need to be a governor, or a you know, a mayor or something, he might need to do a little something to boost himself a bit. So it'll be interesting to see. I know he's got a book coming out later this year, which will be interesting. But he's he's the most likely that's going to be that, you know, that 2.0, that Trump 2.0. But in between that time, we need to find somebody else.
3: And, and I do
1: feel like uh, <laughs> his son over there, I feel like he probably is um, like say I like him better than Trump in some ways. Because I think he's more pro-gun. I... But, but he does have some problems with... I think he actually did do some pretty shady shit.
0: I don't I really know.
1: It, like, I think that would be my only concern. Me, so he's the one who's getting, like, busted. His shops are getting busted over that, like, Russia shit.
0: Yeah, well, he did nothing. That. He has nothing to worry about with that. That was a nothing. Nothing happened. Like, I've been starting to read the the deal... Um. I'll give a review of it when I'm done, but one thing I've learned from reading that is those people are doing meetings every, like, 15 minutes a day. They're doing a meeting, a meeting, a meeting, a meeting with somebody. So he forgot about it. He thought it was nothing and moved on. It was nothing to him. It didn't amount to anything. There was no intent to do anything bad. It was nothing. Um. I just, and I, I I've met him, uh, I shook his hand, took a picture. I don't know if I call that meeting him, but I did one at when he came to Penn State. You guys did too. I don't think Phil got a chance to, unfortunately. But you know, he seems like a pretty decent guy. He's pretty personable, pretty nice, pretty cool. So I
1: like him. I, I like I, him I, too. I, I honestly probably like him more than Trump in yeah. some ways. But I can't. I don't think Daddy will I'm, always
0: be queen.
1: I don't think that he has. Like, he's got a little. I think he's going to have a little bit of a hard time. Cause there's just a lot of stuff going on. But I think, like, I like his politics more than Trump's.
0: Yeah, that's where. I mean, we have personal disagreements with that where I'm not quite as pro gung ho as you are, which is understandable from both sides. But, you know, it will be. It will, it will depend on the time. That's the thing. It depends on when he runs. Because you can have the right guy at the right time with the right policies. Is that's when things work out, so it'll be interesting, but well, well, it's definitely, I would advise something people to not underestimate at all, his son has got this, he's got the stuff in him, he's got the, the talent, he's, he's very, you know, much a, a little, um, overlooked, I would say, but when he does give those speeches, people then remember how good this guy is, um, no
1: surprised that like i could see that crenshaw guy trying to do something he's the closest
2: thing i think he like right now i think at right now like if we stopped right now and graded i would think crenshaw is probably the highest graded congressman or politician republican politician not named trump right now
0: i I would say I I i would say that I would tend to agree, except if you listen to him beyond the little clips you see of him, if you see him on, in a speech, he's a little dry. He's a little on the low energy side. I, I maybe he can change that, but it's. I the, think that'll develop over time. It, it's, it's. I, I
2: because he's new, you're forgetting he's new, mm. and, and mo- most new politicians tend to get a little dry when they first show up. You know, not everybody can be Donald Trump. Yeah, like you know, and and he's just he's just kind of he uh, he he seems like he's the kind of guy that's just fault coming into his own. You know, because mm-hmm. he he's like like he just he he's starting to have a more of a feel about things. And I yeah, but but even then, even even with all of that, I I, I still do best. Guy not named Trump because I, I just thought, I mean, I mean, you know, you could say you could say Lindsey Graham, but I don't think Lindsey Graham is really like no, a president, I can't a presidential him. material no, kind of no. thing. Yeah, he's
0: uh, nowhere think, close. And, and I like with Crenshaw,
2: Cren- he has he has clout because you know, he's you know, with his military history, mm-hmm. and yeah, like it, there's there's something. He's got something behind him Yeah, that can go, okay, I uh, people will follow me if I say something.
0: Well, I hate and... to put it this way, but the eye patch helps him.
1: Yeah, yeah you do. he yeah. looks like a fucking mercenary.
0: Yeah, yeah, he looks cool. And he also, it helps distinguish himself. It separates him from all these other people. You know, even though he's kind of saying some similar things as other people, he, you know, when you hear his name, you picture him immediately. You know exactly who he is and who he looks like, so I think he's definitely the. I would say probably the biggest star other than Trump, but I've been a few years. We'll see some other people that come up, but I I don't see any. I just if Crenshaw had the energy, he'd be perfect. He just he needs that, or else he's he could you know hurt greater prospects if he doesn't have that, but we might get to a time where we don't need that, but I think for a long time energy is something just people gravitate towards, and I, I still think that's a something that's always going to be true but did you see any of these? Tr- <laughs> back to the subject then we'll move on to something that's a bit related
1: uh, Well, no, here's like one kind of last thing with that yeah, sure. I, think it's really, I think it's really hard though Like while you have someone as bombastic as Trump in, in office like to really kind of break out and like go your own way, it's like more difficult because everyone's just like thinking fair. Trump.
0: Yeah, that's completely um, fair. I mean, it's it is hard to live up to that, but you you don't need to get that big. It's just you need you, you need a little something just to keep everybody awake in the room. It's, it, it, I I think cause, I mean, I'd have to look at more clips of to get a better analysis of this because I. I haven't looked at them in a long time of Crenshaw speaking, but he's, he's still, he's a smart guy, capable guy, strong guy. There's a lot of great stuff going for him. It's just that one thing, you know, it's like that one big missing piece of the puzzle, you know. And if it was there, it'd be a perfect picture. But... um did you see any of these uh, Comic Con trailers, Phil? Because I know you you follow a lot of this stuff too, like me. I
2: I watched a few of them. I like I uh, the so uh, I think the the Watchmen one that 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 was that's been around even before Comic Con. Mm-hmm. But I but I felt like I felt that like that looked a little um, PR, you know, politically How so? correct you know like just just you know the uh, the the one of the the one of the characters is like very i don't know it's like there's only black and white or something like that oh, yeah like,
0: yeah i'm
2: like oh that made me cringe a little bit like
0: oh yeah i i think it's it has a lot of potential and that's you know that's why i say i think it'll be a big hit but it, it's like trailers can be deceptive but at, at a Definitely. certain point you can kind of tell when something's going to be good or not this one i'm gonna i put in that sort of middle category of potential yeah. i think it will be good i just think it'll be like you know it might be one of those shows where like the first few seasons it's finding its footing a bit and then it like kicks in the high gear but we'll see it, what yeah, did you I, see any other ones or I I saw
2: it, I saw Westwood yeah, I saw Westwood uh, I yeah I I liked I liked the trailer uh, but 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 I feel like they're I think they're adding to the
0: storyline. Yeah, it does look like, like a different show, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> it does. It does. So, I mean, it could be cool. It could be cool. I mean, uh, but I I just
0: um, I'm afraid they might reach too I far. Am, Because, like, that's kind of what happened in season two, was it kind of got a little too too much, too complicated. And a little bit more simplicity would have made it clear and more followable. But there was good stuff there. I think this third one, I mean, they definitely are expanding the world, but could kind of lose the whole feel of it, you know, because it's going to have a different feel. Like, it almost looks like a Blade Runner mixed with, like, Breaking Bad, you know? It's like, okay, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> but I was shocked to see Aaron Paul, and I didn't even know he was going to be in it. That, like, shocked me. Mm-hmm. I, saw, I was like, oh, my God. You know, it's like, oh, shit, he's going to be in it. But uh, I think that will be... He might give a pretty good performance. We'll have to see. I assume you saw the Top Gun trailer.
2: Yeah. I I... I... I want to root for it. I want to root for it. Uh,
0: but you just quite can't. <laughs>
2: yeah, I can't. Because I'm like, I'm like... I I want to root for it, but there's something that just says cash grab.
0: Oh, just it something is. That just yeah. says,
2: it just says cash grab to me.
0: It, it might, uh, see, I'm thinking it's going to go one, or, one of two directions. It's either going to be 100% cash grab or it's going to surprise people. Or it's actually going to have a different, like, it's not gonna be the same, you know, movie all over again, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, do what a good sequel should, which is, like, expand the universe, take it in a bolder direction, make the, make everything better, like, it has a, it actually has more potential than I realized. but, like you said, I, I, I am pessimistic, while I'm optimistic, I'm pessimistic, it will, it's gonna be interesting, it's, it's like that Witcher one, I'd look at that, and I go, love Henry Cavill, could be good but i don't know has potential that's why i kind of seen a lot of these things it's like eh, has potential
2: yeah i think so i think so
0: yeah i i hope none of these disappoint of course but you never know it's i don't know it's there really hasn't been much big stuff until all these dropped. And this looks like it's going to be a lot of our fall lineup in 2020 and beyond. This is going to be the stuff people are pretty much going to be talking about. I mean, that's what's interesting is a comic Con's not about comics anymore. As much as it is in the name, this is the stuff that comes out of it now, which is, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree. I it,
2: It's... And it's like you YouTube, a lot of the stuff leaks on YouTube before it's supposed to, so it's like, I don't know, I, like I, like the, the walking dead season 10, you know, mm. I think that was that, that they showed a preview for that. Like, I'm like, eh.
0: I mean, I like been interested in that show ever. Did you ever watch it?
2: Uh yeah no I've seen it a couple I've seen a couple seasons of it and I was like well you know and, and it's like the well the zo- the whole zombie thing's kind of like gone stale for me
0: Same it's never interested me
2: Yeah Uh like uh Am- I know Amazon came out with Carnival Row which is like was which was like some sort of you know like some fantasy show about um like something i like I, it's hard for me to know. <laughs> yeah it's like no it has, has orlando bloom in it and clara DeV- whatever whatever her name is um okay but it's like yeah i think it's like the, it's got like carnival i think it's got like carnival creatures in it and there's supposed to be some sort of battle or something like i don't know i don't know i'm like eh. At least it, at least it looks semi original-ish. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I don't have Prime Video, but and I'm probably never gonna invest in it. But I
0: only like get it it for it the would. Grand Tour,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: which is well worth it. But yeah, ah, mm-hmm. uh, oh, oh, you'll love this about because I googled the show's name. It said Kara Delevigne. Probably oh, you not know to pronounce that? Yeah. My yeah, Carnival Row character is pansexual.
3: Yep.
0: Oh, great. Yeah. So she's sexually attracted to pans. <laughs> yeah. I mean... oh,
1: God. Yeah, sorry. I-, I hate those, like, terms. Why can't people just be, like, bisexual now? And
0: Because they're, they're more than two be... genders. You can't yeah, have I'm that fucking... now.
1: What the fuck does it even, like, a demisexual mean? It sounds like a fucking demon. <laughs> it does. Like, sexually attracted to, like, Satan or something.
0: I, I honestly don't know. It's, it's going so wacky. Speaking of demons, though, um, <laughs> there was a uh, anime arsonist that burnt down a section of Kyoto animation, killed 33 people, and is now one of Japan's worst mass murders in decades. Oh, man, that's uh, as terrible that's, as that is. It made for some hilarious headlines.
1: That's <laughs> pretty crazy. You know, they, guess what? They didn't do that with a gun either. You know, that people are like, yeah. oh, that's why people die in Sandy Hook. That's never happened like anywhere without guns. But I'm just like, well, look at this. Yeah. I mean, any sort of like gun to do this. If bad people, do bad shit. But I don't know. I don't know how the uh, amic is going to handle that.
0: It said like anime anguish was one of the headlines. I'm just like, oh god, they're having too much fun with these headlines. This is terrible.
1: <laughs> how are they gonna watch that? Yeah. anti now?
2: Yeah, like how what? Are, what's Japan gonna do with two less anime movies? <laughs> like come
1: on, that's, that's a drop
2: like,
0: in the bucket.
2: <laughs> it's like, oh no. I I mean no, and, and tragedies are always tragic. Yes, I mean, yes. Of course, but but you know but it's it's something it's it, of course it did create a lot of funny headlines but
3: or funny responses <laughs> yeah but, more responses than but headlines it's like I but
2: yeah like yeah um and yeah with, the, with with the guns thing i'm like look it's like it's like people don't under like like I, I do, I tend to not like the gun conversation when it, when it com- talks about when you compare, you know, other countries, other countries, yeah. other countries yeah. to the United States. Yeah. Cause it's like for, for us, it's different. It's yeah. a, it is a bill of right. That is our bill of right. Like, and, and we, we do have a culture that's, that comes from, you know, hundreds of years of American constitutional law and you know and we should have the right i mean we all, of course we should have the right to protect ourselves and and ever like i'm just and, and i hate having to cringe and wait for the next shooting of any kind or anything of any kind for these these progressive weirdos to jump on the band the the f Guns bandwagon. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it's Uh, so annoying to always look for one to jump to it, and the same arguments get brought up over and over again. And it's like this is, this is going nowhere. This is not solving anything.
1: Well, I don't think it's really like, and honestly, I don't think these like uh, mass shootings are as big a promise to make it out to be. Because if you look at like the amount of deaths in the United States from like mass shootings. You know, it looks like a big, scary number, like, oh, 300 people died a year. But, like, when you go and look at the neck, like, actual leading causes of death, that's, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just makes an emotional appeal because people don't like it when, you know. And and no one really likes it either, like, you know, when someone dies anyway. But, like, if, for some reason, if you get shot by, you know, a gangster, or, like, one person shoots you. But it's worse if, like, one person shoots 30 people at once versus if, like, one person or one gang shoots, like, 30 people over time. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, it's worse, apparently, than if you have a doctor who, you know, chops off your, you know, like, like the wrong body part and you end up dying in the hospital. Because I think, uh, if I remember correctly, and I'm sure we'll have some fact checkers. Well, maybe you won't because it's not on the actual radio this time. But... um, Like medical malpractice is like one of the largest causes of death in the United States. I think might be the largest. And I think like next up is like opioids or something. Like like it is up and like, you know, that scares me more than like some guy doing a mass shooting. You know, when you go to a doctor who you trust to fix you and you get some, you know, you, you die in there because of something that should have been prevented. And it happens a lot. Like it, it happens a lot more than you'd think. Like I saw this documentary on it, and like people will die mm. from like like there's nine just died. They'll get severely maimed because some doctor did a stupid mistake because they overwork these people mm-hmm. and like interns. Like there was one um, in New York, like back in the day, and I, I think they actually this was so egregious that they fixed it but like they used to have interns work like 80 hours a week or something in hospitals. And this one person was like sleep deprived. they worked, I think like one previous 24 hour, you know, work day. And, uh, I think they were still on there and there was some woman who came in and she had, it wasn't like anything majorly wrong with her, but like the person, the doctor administered the
0: exact opposite thing Mm -hmm.
1: and it ended up causing a a bit of
0: an issue because this person like died from it from a complication
1: and like they were like they need one medicine to go I, I don't know if it was like glucose or something on it might have been blood sugar and instead of like administering a thing to remove like blood sugar they like added it to it it was some it was in New York I forget the exact name of it but it was like really scary because mm-hmm. like the doctor did the wrong thing and there's another case of some dude who had a testicle cancer and he got his, he went to the doctors to get his testicle that was cancerous removed and they removed the wrong testicle.
0: Oh God.
1: So then they had to go back or remove both of his testicles. So now the dude's basically like, you know, a transgender person without wanting to be transgender. You got both balls chopped off.
0: They sterilize him accidentally. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like stuff like that happens all the time where they're like cut off the wrong foot. You know, and it's just like, oh, shit, now you're going to be completely, like, wheelchair-bound the rest of your life because the doctor was being an idiot. And, that, and, see, that stuff scares me more than, you know, the threat of a mass shooting because it happens to a lot more people. And, you know, it's it's very much more so preventable. Like, yeah. really, it shouldn't be that hard to see. That, and, like, when people leave surgical instruments inside of your body after your surgery, like, this happens mm-hmm. – surprisingly regularly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't uh, hear about that a lot, but it's that's definitely a legitimate fear, honestly, because, like, especially when they put you out, like, you, you know what they're doing. You're trusting them. There's a lot of trust we put into them.
1: Because the liberal media doesn't, like, they have an agenda when they go and show these mass shooting cases. And, it like, the, this thing is, it, it becomes a deadly cycle with these mass shooting cases. So you'll get, you know, you'll get, like, one guy commits a mass shooting... And then, like, they will have headlines all over. Like, do you remember the um, what was it? The one in uh, Charlotte? I don't know if it was Charlotte's, wasn't the Charlotte's not 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 the alt right rally?
3: Thing,
1: but <laughs> yeah, the unite the right. It was like the one guy who uh, shot up the black church.
0: Oh yeah, that was um, Charleston. Dylan Roof. Charleston.
1: Yeah, so that happened, and then you know there was another mass shooting that happened that a lot of media don't want to tell you about there is a black guy who shot up a white church as revenge for that and it killed like i think seven or nine people
3: mm-hmm. and
1: the media was completely silent on it because it wasn't a white guy who did it and you can you can fact check me on this so i have to you know you can look that up i remember seeing you had to go onto these like strange websites to find this information like I think the chance, but there is links to actual headlines from like local media outlets because like CNN doesn't want to tell you about that because they're biased. Yeah. Well, I mean, well
2: it's I well I was talking to Sh- I was talking to Sean with a, about this the other day. The um, and I think we might have talked about this a little too. Um, the the news articles that they, they're I mean they're they really do they run the narrative, but it's not. But I feel like, okay, so they run the narrative, and they like to push the fringe stuff because the fringe stuff gets views, it gets clicks, it gets, you know, uh, you know, you know, all the attention. Um, but I don't believe that that is the the fringe is obviously not the it's not the translatable street. to, to how the rest of the world feels.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: just it's the fringe. So it gets, it gets views. So they're sad, but, but you have, a but what ends up happening is like a lot of the, a lot of people that like watch this stuff, like a lot of the, the people that are in the middle, you get a couple of these guys that become weird after seeing it. Like, you know what? Oh my God, we should totally be socialists. Or like, oh yeah, we should just get, we should just get rid of guns or ban guns or whatever. Like, it's like, no, it's these, these guys are pushing this bullshit to, to sell advertising revenue and you're gobbling it up. Like it's the fucking gospel. it's like, but it's not translatable to how ever the majority of the country feels. And this is, and go ahead, keep. Keep pushing this shit. That's what that's what that's part why Trump won in 2016. It'll probably be why he wins again in 2020.
1: Here's the thing. I don't think like, you know, we might have a quote unquote free market over here with a lot of things. But I don't think the news is exactly like freely snot on the television. Like it is completely biased. And a lot of countries like, you know, I think Hong Kong probably has a uh, probably more free news than we have over here. And that's sad like there is a lot like just look at it. there's you know the only one that's slightly right leaning is Fox and they they're they're even wrong on certain they're even like left on certain issues like a lot of people on Fox these are actually pretty left wing but they you just get like maybe one or two people that are moderately right wing and you think it's like oh it's this right wing network and all the other news networks are like completely left wing and they might have like one token like conservative on there mm-hmm. like the same way that Fox has Juan Williams yeah, but, like, it is complete, it is not free the way that I think news was meant to be. Like, your local news stations, they might actually be, you know, more, more one-way, or, like, they might be more uh, moderate, but, like, at least the national ones, they tend to be extremely, you know, politically to the left.
0: Well, I think the and, difference, and I said before, is that when you turn on CNN, when you turn on it at 4 p.m., 6 a.m., 9 p.m., it's the same thing, straight opinion. There is no division between news and opinion. When you go on Fox, there is at least, yes, it is right-leaning at times, but there is at least a division, a dividing line, a clear cut between news and opinion. When you're on the afternoon, it's news. They'll bring on some right-wing people, but it's news. Once you hit that 7, 8 o'clock time, usually it's more like the 8, it's actually the 8, I would say. Once you hit Tucker, that's when it's opinion. But it's clear that that's what it is, and that's when it is. At least they're just honest about it.
1: Well, I I just kind of think a lot of these prompts are created from the 24-hour news cycle. It is, yeah. I think that, like, they if you watched, uh, I think it was Anchorman 1 or 2. I forget which one it was. They kind of go in that, like, satirically, but it's actually pretty true because... Like, there's only some, I mean, there's a lot of news in the day, but a lot of the news isn't, like, something that a news station would really even bother to have on there. It's, like, mm-hmm. just stuff that people find meaningless. So, like, I think if we got rid of that news cycle, that would probably be beneficial. And the only way we could kind of do that is to get people to stop watching it.
0: Yeah, which is happening. Like, their viewerships are all down. They're in the toilets. They're doing yeah. terrible. Yes.
2: There's a lot. I mean, yeah. And, and, and we were, we were talking about like a lot of, so the, like with the news where you had like, you know, like a lot of the mainstream, like the, the, the news news is mostly gone really. And I mean, part of the reason is one, because these big, these, these big media companies, they have to survive. Like you have to, you're not gonna you're not gonna push real news and survive. Like mm-hmm. with a with with the big
0: buildings. Come on, they would survive. They pushed our thousands,
2: show. <laughs> thousands, thousands of employees. You know, you're not you're not fucking surviving. Like it, you gotta push some bullshit to keep to keep the bills paid, uh, with, with a lot of these guys. And and too, YouTube. I mean, yeah, honestly, you know, there's a lot, there's there's quite a few independent reporting independent reporters reporting on YouTube. Like Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, and they have their, their own thing. Like it's smaller. It's, it's more, they're, they're more involved. They're more into the, uh, they have the ground game and that's, I mean, I mean, that, and, and they're doing decent. Like, you look at Tim Pool, right? That's who I was thinking of. Dude, Tim Pool, he's, he's, he's made himself a decent chunk of change, you know? And he, he, he was, he was saying something like, I, I want to, I, I don't know how much he was making with some of the other news stations. Like, I think he was working for Vice and Fusion. And, um, but like, but he's made, he's made a decent living for himself now. And like, and knowing that they could these independent reporters can do that without having to you know work for the New York Times or the Oregonian or anything like that, it's like you know I would rather do that like if mm-hmm. i if I was a reporter, I'd probably rather do that instead of you know instead of that
0: i I but mean some I, of them are doing that like there's people like show Atkinson that just does stuff on her own now, and she used to work for c b s you know, there is a space for that. It's just the problem is not enough people tune into these people. That's where you need somebody that has a lot of money, that doesn't care, that can create – doesn't care in a good way, that is. It's kind of like a Trump not care. It can do whatever you want. But they can create their own network with these sort of people. And they can be on TV I... so they can get that spotlight, or they can be on like a big website where they can get that spotlight.
2: Well, there's uh, – I mean there's – a lot of these news stations are now becoming part of a bigger corporate game now. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, you know, cause you have, you know, you know, you have CNN being a part of time Warner and MSNBC being a part of Comcast and like, like they're a part of a bigger political game or or bigger corporate game. Where, whereas, you know, I, I I like honestly I do I like I like One America Network, um, One America News Network I think it's called. But um, and but I, it's not on, like Comcast doesn't doesn't have it. And I think I think you you have to get like DirecTV or you have to get like Verizon U Verse or something like that. There's like there's like a couple of places that have it. Mm-hmm. Like mainstream stream uh cable outlets. Um but I like it. Like that's it's a very I like Liz Wheeler is like probably one of my favorite commentators as far as that goes. Because it's very there's a very news, like she she not only reports on stuff and there is a little bit of opinion, but she also has sections where they have news articles that you don't see that you just don't see mm-hmm. in the mainstream media because the media has their narrative, their fringe narrative that they're going off of, and uh, yeah, I like that. It'd be cool if we
0: got like a premium cable sort of thing because that would be like a good you could, it would be a niche market, but it would get the money, you wouldn't have to worry about advertisers. That would be the the route to go is some sort of premium cable thing. That's hey. originally what cable was supposed to be. If you exactly.
1: It was originally like, oh, you don't have advertisements anymore. Actually, I talked to my grandparents, like, oh, yeah. That's what cable was originally built as, but now there's just there's it's just full of advertisements. So I don't know what the hell happened, but, like, honestly, you know, I think it'd be cool if, like, I know we've talked about this before, like, you know, a per- like a very particular like news network like like a television network so i think i think there is a benefit to having like there's a certain almost art form out of having a, a regular channel that can that you'd miss if you just watch like youtube videos or yes. like videos because it, it's like an art form because you know you'd have your programming in the morning programming in the evening programming at night programming in the off hours i think like there is and you miss that with like youtube and that's why i hate like I don't really hate it, but like I, I could never go like just completely cut, you know, cable because of the fact that, you know, there's really, they, like YouTube doesn't have their own like sort of channel system the same way that TV channel works. Like well, it they're
0: starting you, to have YouTube TV.
1: How does that actually work? So I've I'm I've heard of it before, but I've never actually seen it in play.
0: Basically, it's kind of combines in a way Netflix with TV, live TV, because there are, you, they have TV channels on there, like, I'll use Fox News as an example, they'll have that, they'll have the live TV you can turn into tune into on there, but they'll also have like shows that you can individually like watch the episodes, I believe, I could be wrong on that last part, but I'll look it up now, but I do know it has live TV as like, that was the selling point of it so it's but again that's not you know that's an alternative will become bigger i don't know because they don't have like like 70 channels on there. they don't have a lot of channels that's that's the biggest problem you really
1: need like let's be real about this like and i think true be nice like in a youtube alternative like what if we had a youtube alternative where you could physically make channels like you know you wouldn't create the content for the channels but you could create like your own sort of custom stuff with the channels where you go and like Manually pick what gets played at what time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, and see, and then you can get people to subscribe to the channel itself and set, and like the content creators will go, and you'd put like when the, like who would advertise there and like when the, or maybe like when the advertisements would happen and you get the channel, the person who physically configures the channel will get some sort of payment and the content creators will get some sort of payment for when the um, ab- advertisements play around their video slot. Mm hmm. Like, see, that would be an interesting concept because you get people who don't actually create content, but they create the... um, The platform. They they sign, like, not really the platform. They create the channel, but they won't create the contents. Like, It won't be like a YouTube channel. It would be like a television channel network. Like, when you go and choose the advertisement, like, the channel owner would choose the advertisements, and and there'd be a lot of, uh, like, legal things you'd have to work out to be like, you know, hey you know, you'd have to probably get the channels permission to run certain advertisements and certain channels could just be like, we don't give a shit, advertise whatever the hell you want over here. And there'd be certain limitations, like you couldn't advertise like anything illegal. And, you know, there'd probably be certain things too. But I I think it would be an interesting concept because, you know, it'd it'd create alternative streams of revenue. It would, you know, let people just like keep it on their television. They'd be able to go and watch this, uh, like, you know, the, use the service and watch it like they would a regular TV, just without having to go and pick, find and pick a new YouTube video every ten minutes. They just keep it on this segment, and they would be able to find uh, content like it would just kind of show up in their feed or whatever it was, or on their like network they're watching.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, and well, as I was saying, the YouTube TV it does offer live TV of over seventy networks. There's free unlimited DVR cloud storage. And you can individually watch episodes of a show, like, after you they've aired. So you can or you can't? You can.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, see, like, so, I was thinking something like this, but, like, something like that, but sub like using, like, regular TV networks, this would all be, you know, user-generated content. And then you would arrange the user-generated content into your own unique channels.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And you could like, you know, if you want you could do all, like you could create your own content and do the channels without requiring you to have probably a lot of uh, resources.
0: Yeah. Well, this but is where you that... need some big billionaire to just come in that could just say, Hey, we're going to finally get a home for all these sort of people. And it can j- just happen. It's not happened. There's no effort for it. And there's no innovation. The only innovation that's happening really is on the internet, but you're not seeing innovation in TV. It's still so static.
1: Like you no, know, that idea, and I and I actually would probably. I don't know if this this could probably deal with it. Some like little mini, mini episode kind of talking about this idea, because like one, I know we've talked about our own like custom network before, and like the shows you would have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about that necessarily on here, but I know we had offline, or, like off YouTube conversations, like about that one network. But I think this sort of concept would be unique enough to where it would stand out against all the other YouTube clones, but. I think for right now, that would be best if we could get our own, like, sort of TV net, like, maybe not, well, it will not be us, but it would be someone on the right would create their own, like, TV network. Like, if I had the money to do it, I'd pilot it now, because there's a lot of, like, a lot of people just like to watch television. Like, I know yeah. a lot of people are cutting cable, but, like, there's a lot, especially, like, boomers and stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, they're still on that medium.
1: They're highly susceptible to this stuff because they just, you know, they probably see whatever's on Fox or CNN or MSNBC. They don't really pay much attention to it. But if we had our own, like that's how you win the culture war.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you work with that stuff. You create these networks. And I think that would be an interesting sort of idea to get done. And I don't think it would be that far out of the ordinary. Like that'd be that impossible to go and have your own network. Like you just have to, you know, get like either Comcast or Dish Network or Verizon to accept this network. I don't know the fees that would be associated with that. Cause I don't know when the last time they actually create a brand new network, but yeah, it, it would, would
0: still. You could sell to them by how many subs you could get, because like with HBO, they get a lot of people. I mean, of course, they have big sh- the biggest show on TV was on there for the longest time, but you know, you get enough subs, you can sell to these cable companies. They they're gonna eat it up because of the money they could make from. No, like, well, they, well, it's
2: it's it may maybe, maybe maybe yeah. The problem, the problem is there's so much content on a lot of these guys like AT and T, like Time Warner and Comcast now. The one doesn't make really like
0: much of a difference.
2: Well, well, not only that, but if if you if your popular shit is rubbing off on somebody else's shit. They're going to, they're, they're going to, they're going to lid you immediately.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: There's that. There, cause, cause you know, like they're already, if they're already tied into a contract, if they're already locked into a contract with some other, with some other like show or channel or whatever, mm-hmm. they're, they're gonna, I mean, it, it's,
1: it, it's all, it depends.
2: It really does depend.
1: That's they don't true. really have much right-wing content on these uh, networks. And I think, like, oh, okay. well, we were talking about that before. would be, like, what, like, Milo in the mornings? So and there would be, like, yeah. some sort of, like, right-wing cartoons or something during the day. <laughs> yeah. not right-wing. It just wouldn't. It would be, like, there'd be no political shitting on this gay stuff where they have, like. Well, was, like so just, Steven like, Universe. Yeah, like Steven Universe, which, by the way, I think we're going to have to do a. Um, a review of that or something
0: Ooh, we should we should we should do a like, commentary over like an episode or something
1: i'll just get like taken down my vibe or the fucking. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll the real- can get
0: away with stuff. it there's like a there's a way to get away with it we'll, we'll figure it out
1: yeah, but like i just want to have like regular shit like fucking tom and jerry but like modern
0: mm, yeah
1: like like fucking yeah. concerts this is for people who aren't like pussies who don't want to have these like children who are afraid to like Watch anything violent, but are okay with like, you know, gay sex on kids' shows. Yeah. That's what's going on, fucking Steven Universe. That that whole show, is like a fucking abomination. Like I, I saw an episode, there was like these like intergal- intergalactic lesbians, like some dude in this vein, like taking this boy and this like Indian girl, and like. It, it was there was a lot of like sexual allegories going on there, and then he was like banging these like lesbian aliens. It, it was disgusting.
0: Sounds like uh, Alex Jones' like nightmare.
1: Yeah, like you know, people give Alex Jones a lot of shit, but there's a lot of shit he's right about. And that's and that's not even like you know. If, I don't know if you remember Captain Planet. I've heard of that, it. I've heard of it. That show is complete fucking propaganda. That was when I was a kid, yeah. like fucking nineties kid shit.
2: Like, the see? power is yours.
1: That show is complete fucking bullshit. Yeah, it,
2: it's, pretty like, <laughs> it's pretty bad. I
1: don't know how that's not allowed because it was like, Oh, you see all these capitalists and these oil executives, they're they're evil people. You know, don't have more than one kid because that's bad for the environment. But the person who actually wrote the episode has like five kids. But you know, don't don't pay attention to the guy behind the oh, screen no. over there, you know. <laughs> just pay attention to the cool little like dude who's some really stupid superhero like i love how and you know i wish fox or something would have like brought that up like because if that happened today you know, people would actually say something about it. we have youtube and we have like you know different views like that like there's a right-wing movement today but this is back in the 90s when bill clinton was in office so it was probably like just ignored or thrown under the rug
0: yeah that's the problem is now we're finally starting to fight back but it's like we still need to fight back and like we said, where we create our own networks, we do our own content, and it's pushed out there more. Um, one other thing, though, I'll, because we have, like, two more things we want to talk about, but in relation to all this sort of cultural stuff, it was announced right after we did our last show that a female, a black female actress is going to play 007 in the next Bond film, Bond 25. Now, there are some little details I need to sort out too to make it clear. The biggest is that she's playing 007, which is his, James Bond's code name, but she isn't technically replacing James Bond, the character. He's like in retirement, and she's taken over his job basically, and he comes out of retirement. And I assume at the end of the story, there's a f- bunch of things that could happen. But stuff like this, this information, doesn't get leaked. Like, accidentally. I think this was an intentional leak because I think what they're doing is they're testing the waters on whether to make the next Bond a female. And now also black, too. And I think they're testing the waters because, really, I don't know how this story could end because this is Daniel Craig's last Bond film and Danny Boyle left the movie because he was the original director. He left it because they wanted to you know, kill him off at the end so it's i don't know it's, it's very you know i don't know where it's gonna go
1: i i've loved the james bond series i mean i was i was not a big fan of daniel craig's i feel like when he came in there it became more of an action movie then and it wasn't really just him it started happening with i think the last two guys uh they had like the dude used to play james or uh, batman he was one of them i think for a time but like Honestly, I, I feel like James Bond's kind of been on a slow decline because, like, now it's almost like a Jason Bourne movie. But I think this will be this will be way over the top. I, I think that they, they are trying to float these ideas because the BBC is running it, and the BBC is known for being racist and sexist. Like, they don't want white men to apply for certain positions.
0: I don't think it's the so. BBC has anything to do with this. I think it's the um, uh, what's that company called? I think it's MGM.
1: I thought. I thought. Uh, I thought they, I thought the BBC owned Bonders in some way related to James Bond, rather than just being British. I think, I thought that was the case.
0: No, it isn't. I think the the thing that happens with these things is like, um, the studio has owned the movies. The Broccoli Production Company has owned it, but the distribution has changed like fifteen times. It will be Sony. It will be Twenty First Century Fox, MGM. It will like flip around to so many hands. I forget who has it now. I doubt it's the BBC, but the I, I do think this is pandering like you're kind of alluding to here. It's very pandery and they're, I think they're they're literally trying to think of how to, you know, rejuvenate the series and change it a bit and make it different cuz it's kind of the same that's, old over and over again now at this point. But they're doing it in a way that's not improving the quality. It's just
2: Well, I I had a problem with like um with the the men in black international Ooh, or something I like that that was that. like a that was where you know you had a female spy with that like the movie's called men in black and it's like you have somebody <laughs> in man. charge you have somebody in charge who's a woman and then you have you have one of the main the one of the main agents who's a woman like it's 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 like I, it's definitely it, it it's it's confusing uh like like figure it out please <laughs> no and, and i'm like it, either name it something else you can exactly. name it something else but but i mean it's the brand like yeah. the brand am i the mib You know, and they're trying to force diversity with a well-known brand, but uh, yeah, I I, well, with with the Bond thing, I, I just like like the spy thing is just played out, and there's so much content too. It's like, well, it's never it's never going to receive that kind of clout again, just because there's there's just so much stuff to it like i mean it it will i i'm sure it'll be marginally successful but i'm the i mean i i would think that like
1: honestly it's... i feel like if they went back to their old formula where it was like so you look at some of the more original bonds like there was some comedy elements in some of the older ones
0: they're yeah they're usually very the comedic ones,
1: but the new ones have just been like way too they take themselves too seriously i think that's yeah. part of the problem like, they've lost what made them unique because no other one like unless you go and watch like an actual like parody movie none of them are like you know have that sort of comedy you know unless you watch like Johnny English or something
3: mm-hmm. but,
1: you know that that's just kind of like a one or two off film but this is a series and i don't know, i don't like the way things have been going where it's like oh yeah it's okay just to go and remove like like straight white male like iconic characters and replace them with like you know All these other ethnic groups and it's just it's a it's a terrible like just think that it's destroying like you know who are straight white men supposed to look up to these days like they just keep destroying everyone it's like oh okay so now they're you know this character is gay or this character is um you know no longer this and it's not even being unique like they could make a a movie about a black spy and i'm sure there probably has been but they're being lazy about it like make another one. Don't have be like James Bond. Have it be like you know, Jasmine I don't know <laughs> Bellman or something. Or Bell, yeah. And then have it be like 008 or something. Because they have like, you know, one through I think nine, I think. I don't know about the source material, but you could easily create like a, a separate entity for that. You could create a female 008 and it just won't be mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, yeah, that's what I've always thought. Is why don't they make it a separate number? Like that's happened before. Why can't they like, do it again?
1: I could just start like a whole new series. I, I don't think it's really necessary. I don't think. I don't know. I, I just think that this is a lot of um, just political shit that's being introduced into movies that doesn't need to be there. I think that's part of the problem.
0: Well, it's is uh, it comes mainly from laziness. They. They don't want to put in more effort to do the hard stuff to make things better, which is the writing, the characters, whatever, the story. They want to do stuff like this that gets a little controversy, that gets people, you know, it in the headlines in a cheap way. And it doesn't really, like it, okay, on the one hand it does change things, but on the other it doesn't, because it doesn't change the actual, like, content you have necessarily. But if fundamentally, if they're going to replace Bond with her, which is what I think they're setting up. That's my gut telling me that. But I think they're also testing the wars right now. You completely change the character. It's simply not the same character if it's a female. I mean, let's leave race no, out of it. But...
1: Well, that's the entire dynamic of Bond where it's like just this dude who's like banging all these girls. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that would be like replacing mean girls with like a bunch of dudes. Like, yeah. It sounds like it would work on paper, but unless you know how people actually act in real life, it doesn't make any sense. Like you can't just see some – you know, just this group of dudes being passive-aggressive and bitchy to each other. That would just <laughs> be – that would be cringe. That, that's like something <laughs> that Andy would try to do because they don't understand how real people work. Like it, it's just bizarre.
0: Well, and the other thing too is that um, – like I said, it could create another agent just called 008 because they already had a 006 they can create another agent for her. She doesn't have to replace his codename. I thought the codename was exclusive to him and the agents, and they kind of lived and died with them. So that doesn't make any sense. And yes, he has been played by different actors, but it's still the same character. It's not like Doctor Who where he sort of regenerates and he can kind of come out as anything. In this, he is the same character, the sort of traditionalist, that's always against them you know changing world and that's what makes the character interesting why are we changing that why if you want to he make a different awesome. character
1: he's against the changing world and like they're literally trying to go and change him. like that would be a really
2: story. Like, oh, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna come out and say it i'm just gonna come out and say it <laughs> say uh it. They want that no, it's liberal Hollywood wanting to destroy the patriarchy. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, because he's it's, it is that. it's exactly what it is. They could do their own shit, but they don't want to. They want to destroy anything that even slightly resembles some sort of patriarchy. Which, uh, like honestly, I I think that's kind of bold. Their 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 patriarchy opinion is kind of bullshit too. But it's like it's like who like some, like why destroy something good just to prove a fucking like just to try to
0: pander do something
2: pander to the pc crowd which is I pretty mean,
0: disgusting that they view those people that way where they're like oh we don't we're not going to create your own thing we're going to put in something else and replace something else to give you this screw the patriarchy
2: patriarchy is evil yeah just get rid of it all <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. And that's, I, I that's know. why, they,
2: that's why they tried to get, that's why they tried to create that gay Ghostbusters movie with all chicks in it. Oh God. Like, oh, that the one terrible. that did terrible. And then the people that the, the women were complaining, oh, they, they were, they were reviews like, no, they were, they were just uh pro Trump or conservative reviews or something like that. Well, it's and just I was like, oh, okay. Bad. No, I watched the movie. It's shit. <laughs> the movie is shit. Okay, that's all it is. is and it's like no, call it what it is. Call the fucking spade a spade. If it's a shit movie, it's a shit movie.
1: That's why I think they're doing this so that you can so that it'll get like positive reviews from Liberal Hollywood. And it's it's like the same thing with the fucking black uh with the black little mermaid. It's just re- over again there and I think the little mermaid probably was like, Oh hey, I see Disney's doing this pandering. Hey, let's see if we can one up this instead of just being a different, you know, a different race. Let's have a different race and gender. And, yeah, I know. Does not make any sense for how James Bond really kind of plays out. But who cares? It's it's the year. It's the current year. You know, white men need to go away. So <laughs> here we go. This is this is what's appropriate now.
0: I have a feeling they might. Like I said, I don't think the end of this movie's been written Yeah, I think, again, they're testing the wars to see if they want to hand the baton over to her. I think there is like a 50-50 chance here. I think there's a 50% chance that they back out of it, 50% chance they go with it. It's, I don't know. They might actually shoot multiple versions, you know, and then do test screenings to see which ending they're going to go with. I, I think this is more of a calculated decision. It's, you know, in the sense that, they're they haven't fully committed yet, but on the flip side, of this type of thing. Um, if we want to talk about some patriarchy, Miss Michigan uh, was stripped of her title for quote racist tweets, and she said on Twitter that they quote stripped me of the Miss Michigan title due to my refusal to try on a hijab in 2018, my tweets about black and black gun violence, and insensitive uh, statistical tweets. Unquote. Now, you want to know what her name is? Katie Zhu. She is Asian. She is a Chinese immigrant. But His she's friend. a Trump supporter. So she's the wrong type. And so they didn't like her getting the award. And they took it away from her. It is disgusting.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's kind of funny where they can do that shit. But, you know, like they can find They can demote you for not wearing like a uh, anti-female symbol like you know that's like the hijab that that is a symbol that is that's a patriarchal gender. symbol yes yeah, so it's against female expression that's basically what it is. it's saying hey women you know you need to go and hide your yourself because it's uh you, you know you don't want to be perceived as immodest like yeah. and we're having these discussions in 2019 the same time that we were having like you know female james bond over here <laughs> they're all like, this shit so it, it is real, and it's really fine too because she's also a uh you know she is a minority in america no
0: like- no no not to them anymore you know this, is, this was pretty disgusting since these like- people you know the, they are the most you could argue privileged demographic they're doing better than anyone but can't have that you know <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, if you're successful in your minority, like and you, like your group is successful, they don't consider you a minority anymore. Even if you're physically like a minority, they really. And I'm surprised, like more like, and you'll find a lot of like you know, quote unquote, like based uh, based you know Chinese people yes. out there. Like, hey, well, wasn't there like another story this week with uh, some sort of shenanigans from like? Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You sent me that. Yeah, forget what that guy said. He was based. <laughs>
1: it was like it was like the Chinese. Uh, it was like the console or something. I don't know if it was in America, but like, they were like criticizing. Um, it wasn't even like that. It wasn't even bad. I don't think he was basically saying that the white like people in uh, DC, they like they don't live where black people live because they're I forget why, but you know they they like someone said it was racist, but like he was commenting on the fact of that, and they proceed and they were like flipping out over his comments. <laughs> And This wasn't even America, mind you. Yeah. This think, kind of, like the Chinese constants, like Pakistan. Or he something.
0: was a woke. He was too woke for them.
1: Like you know the like, there's not there's a YouTube channel that I I was watching uh, the other day it was like um was an Asian capitalist and you know there's a lot of really base like you know Chinese people out there and like Asian people but you know they're kind of forgotten about. Well,
0: and and the thing I'm also about. is happening is that not only have they forgotten about but. The whole entire, of all the minorities, they are the most discriminating against minority. But by whom? The left. They are at Harvard discriminating against them. The beauty pageants discriminating against them. It is because they're doing too good. They're doing too good and they don't like that. And it's, they don't seem as minorities anymore. It's pretty disgusting. And, you know, especially when then you have a different opinion, they don't like that. They are conformists that want control over these people, and it's pretty messed up. Yeah, But we're the racist ones, remember that? I'm getting called the leader of the white pride movement for saying that chopsticks are dumb to bring back, you know, full circle to Asians here. And I love Asians. Like, I have no problem with them at all. I mean, it's just, you know, it's silliness. It's total projection on their part.
1: It's, It's becoming bad now. Like the whole like you know, they'll blame Trump, like, oh, Trump is making racial tensions called that's bullshit. That's the left who's been doing this mm-hmm. shit. And it's just starting to play out now because people are woken up to what's really been going on. You know, whereas back years ago, people like they just didn't know what was really happening. So like a lot of people like unless you went to college, you didn't you didn't really know what was going on in college. Now we have like Project Veritas and people are like, Hey, wait a second. You know, the college I'm spending, like, my, uh, my my retirement money on so my kid can go there and get a hopefully better life than me. You know, why is he learning that, you know, I'm an evil bigot and why is all this stuff being taught to my kids?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's that's what's going on in college. You know, a, lot, a lot of that. Now, not every class, but, like, you know, you've had it. like, a sex ed class turns into a political. Oh, God. You know? It was a political propaganda course taught by, like, some... You know, some gay uh some gay guy teaching you like sex ed and like all sorts of gender politics in there when it has no necessity to be in a sex ed course. Sex ed should be like, here is here's is biology like here's you know penis, here's vagina, end, you know, this is sex, you know, babies come out, you, you can use uh these devices to uh, prevent pregnancy. Here's what happens when you use these devices you know, here's why you pr- like, here's sexual diseases, be careful about these, try not to have sex with you know, unprotected sex with lots of people when mm. you're at the risk of getting these diseases oh hey, here's what chromosomes do, here's how human like, here's how people get born and that's in my mind what a sex ed class should be, but from what you've told me, that was not how the sex ed class actually took out, like took place
0: no, no. no. It it started off with like you know, ethnocentrism, and then we got into, like, genders on a spectrum and social construct and all these other things. The biology part of it was a few days. There were many, look, he was a very cool guy, but he was terrible at teaching um, actual, you know, uh, sex ed. Like, it was just it was terrible, it was a joke, it was, he was teaching stuff that was blatantly false and inaccurate, I mean, there were, you know, glimpses of sunshine coming through these dark clouds at times where things were useful, but it was mostly just garbage, waste of time, but, hey, I got my three credits in, or my six credits, I should say, no, wait, no, this three, it was three credits, so don't take a gym class or a health class again, but, uh, yeah, but, you know what, the, the, the good thing is, though, is the only positive to this is that when you have this sort of hostile, uh, environment toward people of our kind, is that, you know, we can then have fun as forming a counterculture movement against it by bringing people with these provocative and interesting opinions, so next year, oh my god, it's gonna be lit, it's gonna be insane, it's gonna be crazy, it's gonna be so much fun when, uh, the counterculture movement really heats up with some speakers we intend to bring. It's gonna be so much fun not to plug my own thing here, but it's you can push back against these people. That's what we can't forget. So you can push back and you must or else they get away with it and everybody else gets brainwashed in the process. Like you are literally doing a a, a honorable act by doing some of the things we plan to do in, in the upcoming semesters.
1: I agree. You know, someone needs to be fighting against this. And like, you know, the mainstream, you know, Republican parties, they they don't give a shit. They don't know what's going on. They're a bunch of boomers and they're just like, Oh, here's, here's stuff. Here's stuff that's happening. I don't care. You know, it's it's stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. That's just what I see. They just kind of let it happen. And that's, that's a sad thing. They just let the left win. They don't fight back. They're friend and like that's the thing too, like the the right it they we don't celebrate our victories. It's like we'll be criticizing ourselves more than we're criticizing the yeah. left.
3: Yeah.
1: You very rarely see this in the left. Now you're starting to see this with like, you know, the squad versus the establishment democrats. But you know, we've been basically having that same conversation for the past like eight years with Trump, you know, where it's like Oh yeah, you know, Trump Trump won, but you know I don't think he's a principal conservative. You're not principal enough for my conservative.
3: Yeah,
1: you get that shit out there, and it's just like, oh no. But yeah, that's kind of my my thoughts on that matter.
0: You have anything else to say, Dick Tariffil?
2: Free ASAP, Rocky.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, he did tweet that. That was funny, but good at the same time. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Real News.